With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. What to do if your best friend stole your business and his name is Bill Gates yeah. <laughs> and your name is Steve Jobs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is Founder Wisdom, where we'll answer that question by distilling advice from our founders or just interesting stories that we've stumbled upon in our reading. Then we'll show you how we are applying that knowledge ourselves and how our founders are breaking it down. I asked Asha Wilkerson, what the heck is happening in this story? And she will break it down right after I finish. Hello, Asha. <laughs> Hi. Do you want to quickly introduce yourself in like a sentence? Sure. Uh, oh, just one sentence. Okay. My name one is sentence. Asha. Only one sentence. <laughs> My name is Asha Wilkerson. I am an attorney and a community college educator in Oakland, California. Okay. Well, Asha, I actually have a story that I'd like your opinion on. It's a story that I first actually heard in um, the Steve Jobs biography. Mm-hmm. And then I dug it up again and I kind of went through it. And I somewhat understand it, but I love your perspective as someone who is kind of like in the intersection of these two worlds of like business and law. Let's do it. I'm so, excited. Love story time. <laughs> yes, story time with Sam and Asha. Okay. <laughs> It's March 17th, 1988. And that was the date that Apple sued Microsoft for stealing 189 different elements of its Macintosh operating system to create Windows 2.0. This was just the beginning. This is the beginning of the war between these two computer giants that would rage for almost a decade. Mm -hmm. But actually, I don't know if you remember this or know about this, but like, Microsoft and Apple kind of started out as friends. Just like a bit of background. So Microsoft acted as a developer for Mac. So they were like creating, you know, like applications and such. Like, do you know any of the big Microsoft applications? Like Word and Excel and like those that you're talking about? Yes, like Word and Excel, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, and so like because they were a developer, Microsoft got like behind the scenes access to look at the development of the Macintosh before its 1984 release. Mm -hmm. Macintosh, the computer for the rest of us. And it's like so far, all, you know, all by the book, it's all fine. The development of Macintosh by Apple has been paralleled by the work of leading software developers. It's a great machine. Uh, I was enthused. Microsoft doesn't work with new, new hardware very often, but uh, we put a, a team of people on it from the beginning, and we're planning that over half of our retail sales next year will come from, from Macintosh software. But this is where things get a little bit shady. And like, I feel like Bill Gates, like is like this really cool guy now, but he was kind of like a dick in the eighties. So was Steve Jobs, but you know, we like his products. <laughs> yeah. We, we kind of forget how mean these people were. They were super Seriously. mean and super cutthroat. Right. <laughs> and I think you kind of have to, but you should become a billionaire. My, my Berkeley friend would say there are no good billionaires. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Bill Gates is like, that's super cool. Um, 
give that to me. You should license it. Uh, you should license the Macintosh operating system so other people can use it because it's like a super sick design. And Scully, who was the CEO at the time, was like, uh, I don't know about that. And then there was this Apple exec who was like, no, like no freaking mm-hmm. way. There's no way that Microsoft is going to steal or take the, the thing that we're known for. Right. Right. So Gates being the slippery dude that he is uh, saw an amazing business opportunity here. Right. So he's like, what if we took Mac's operating system and just took it? What if we just took it? And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so in November 15th, 1985, he debuted Windows. And so like Windows 1.0 was essentially just a crappy copy of Mac OS. Did you ever use Windows? How, I don't know how old are you? You look young. I don't, I'm 37. I almost said 36. Got to give myself that extra year. And <laughs> I remember like Apple three computers and the big old floppy disks that are before your time for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, that we were probably, I started out on Apple and I don't remember when I first like came in contact with um, Microsoft with Word or, or Microsoft OS. My mom uh, was a big Mac person. I never even knew what a Microsoft computer was. They were right. banned even from uttering the words in our household. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, basically like Windows 1.0 was crappy, at least compared to the Mac uh, OS. Like one of the big features of it was that you could have Windows, uh, you know, because Windows. Right. Um, but <laughs> the thing with Mac is you could have overlapping Windows, whereas when, like actual Windows, you could not. So that mm-hmm. was like some of the some of the like slight differences, but there was just a bunch of like eerie similarities mm-hmm. to the point where Scully was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe you copied us. Mac is like, hey, like, okay, you know, uh, we don't want to get too mad at you guys because Microsoft made up two thirds of Mac software sales mm-hmm. and they don't want to break up the partnership, right? So, cause there's like a legal partnership between these two companies right. that is uh, symbiotic, right? Mm-hmm. And also Mac sales were just underperforming. So- they didn't really know what to do, but Scully was still mad. And eventually they work it out. So they're they're like, okay, in November 21st, 1985, they sign a deal where Gates is like, hey, we'll continue writing software for Mac. We'll license your software mm-hmm. um, or your OS. And like problem solved, right? Um, but yeah, no, not, not quite, really. not quite. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite, not quite. <laughs> So Windows 2.0 arrived and it looked even more like Mac's OS and Scully's like, okay, I'm done with the shit. I'm suing Microsoft. And like the thing is, and like this is where I'd want your opinion. It's like, it seems like this is the right move for Apple to do. Like Microsoft is somewhat blatantly stealing their intellectual property Mm -hmm. and, you know, what they're known for. But the thing that this actually did is uh, they did a whole court case, right? Um, and the judge, who was named, this guy named William Schwartz, sir, <laughs> ruled that the existing license, the one that they uh, did back in November 21st of 85, mm-hmm. was fine. Mm-hmm. Basically, in other words, Microsoft, hey, you guys did nothing wrong. And that court case was the first in like a series of cascading dominoes that would lead to a decade of dominance for Microsoft and near ruin for mm-hmm. Apple. And uh, and as you know, Apple nearly went extinct. Right. So my question to you is in terms of law being intertwined with mm-hmm. business, which it definitively right. is, like what can we learn from this? And how is your own experience maybe... Um, 
shown you how important it is to understand the law when doing business deals and growing your business. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really good question. So first thing that I think about is that you you cannot prevent every single possible bad outcome from happening, but you do want to be in the best position possible if someone does to you, if someone does steal your property, if someone says that you have breached the contract. But even if you have that contract there, that licensing agreement, or the your intellectual property protected in a copyright or a trademark, it doesn't mean that someone's not going to try and take it. Right. So the first thing is to really understand what are the legal uh, structures or strategies that you can put into place to really protect yourself. You know, what's most important, what makes up the essence of your business? That is the thing that you do uniquely. And how can you protect it? Can you protect it? Right. Can you get um, a trademark or a copyright or a patent to protect your thing? Okay. If not, can you add and or can you add more protections in your contracts? Do you have a clause that says, you know, trade secrets will be kept confidential, that people won't solicit clients or solicit employees? Do you have something in your contract that says what's going to be the repercussion if someone breaches? So you can't prevent everything, but you can do the best that you can to protect yourself in the case that something goes wrong. Is there a real world case in your experience where something similar has come up where you're having to deal with the fallout or having to like help someone through this? Yeah. So it's actually a case that I referred to a friend of mine who does practice intellectual property law, but um, a client of mine is making um, like decals and, and images like cartoonish, maybe animated images, I suppose, that she's putting on like notebooks and binders and stickers, you know, and you just want something fun for the kids. And yeah. so so she's using, I think she may or may not have used um, someone's actual likeness to make like soft photos somewhere and was like, oh, I think that would be a good photo to use as inspiration for this character that I'm going to build. Right. And then she, the person whose photo she used said, hey, you're using my likeness. You can't do that without my permission. So that that's a whole other area of intellectual property. And so I Oof. sent her to my friend who does IP law and was like, you know, I'm not sure how similar the likeness has to be, but especially if you're in that developing, um, publishing, artistic kind of area, then you want to know, you want to be clear what and who you can use as inspiration. If you just see someone on the street, you know, and want to take a photo, can you do that? How, how similar can your drawing look to that person? You know, just what is that? Cause that could be detrimental to your business. If someone says, Hey, you got to pay me for using my face. Right. So if someone wants to, uh, know more about this, like what resources do you think you could point them to? Uh, where can people learn more about this? For the folks who are, are starting their own businesses, there's a lot of stuff that, I mean, I'm an attorney, so I'm trying to think of all the negative stuff, right? And then entrepreneurs by nature, by design are thinking of all the positive stuff. And you definitely want to have a blend. So dream big, you know, figure out where you want to go, sky's the limit, but then also create your team of folks who can help protect you and guide you along the way. So certainly on my website, and really I hang out mostly on 
Instagram. So I'm always talking about diff- dropping different business gems. And my Instagram handle is Asha Wilkerson ESQ. And then I have my website, the Wilkerson Law Office as well. But I would say, you know, find, especially because so much stuff is accessible on social media, um, look for attorneys and business advisors that are just dropping gems, but then double check that, right? Because I could say anything and you could believe it. And that if you haven't <laughs> verified that I know what I'm talking about, that's, that's on me and you, right? But you'll suffer for that. Know the information, plug the people into place to help you, and then, you know, watch your life take off. Just remember, if you're an entrepreneur, you're generally looking at all the things that can go right, but that creates a lot of blind spots. And so just as important is maybe having a lawyer on that team to look at all the ways that things can go wrong so you could have a healthy balance that will lead towards success.